two years ago in July, July 1st of 2020. And that was a huge test for me to, to step away from this thing. When I had said, you know, I had this dream of building a hundred million dollar company. I finally did that. And then, you know, be careful what you wish for, because when you get it, you may not want it. And I got it and it just wasn't what I wanted. I wasn't happy in that role. I wasn't happy eventually doing that job and being in that business. A great company, still great friends with the owners who are my former partners. But God threw me off the cliff and said, hey, man, you don't get a choice in this. And I, I left. And so that was that huge first test. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazde. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. What's up, everybody? On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how do you gracefully level up? You know, how do you how do we level up as we are tested with all these different you know challenges to grow and to, to reach that next level in our in our business and our careers? I'm going to walk, walk you through some different you know my three different levels of growth in, in in my life and the challenges that I've really met to overcome and then to eventually grow into that next level and that big next success. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is towards the end of the podcast is what are some things you can do? What are the you know, three or four things that I recommend that have worked really well for me to level up and grow and to do it in a way where it was less painful and to actually try to enjoy the process. So sit back, relax, kick back, throw your feet up, grab a brewski, do what you got to do and uh, enjoy the show. What's up, gang? Welcome to this week's episode of The Greatness Machine. We are going to be doing a special solo today. I'm down here in Oaxaca, Mexico with my familia. As they say, I'm uh, down here abroad for a month, so I'm shooting. Uh, actually, shooting in a soundstage, which is kind of cool. Uh, we rented a house from a Grammy award-winning artist, uh, Lila Downs, and her and her husband have built this really cool place, and they have a actual music studio, which is kind of cool. So, if you're if you're seeing this on video, you see behind me there's some soundboards. Yeah, today I want to talk about something uh, unique and special. And I, you know, as many of you listen to me know, I'm a follower of. Patrick Bet David, and he's talking about how every time you do, you know you grow and you level up, that you have to overcome two tests in life. And it was funny. I, I, I'm like, hmm, I wonder. I kind of went back and started looking at the tests I've had to overcome to, to level up, and um, I laughed uh, out loud a little bit because I said, "Man, I wish it was only two tests." And I started really thinking back, and, and I wanted to take you through my journey of how I've leveled up, and I wanted to, to do that. For a reason, because I think that when we start to think about these tests that get thrown at us to grow, this is all around what Ray Dalio calls struggling well, right? And um, in his book, Principles, he talks about this concept of struggling well. And if you look at people who, you know, really are engaged in life, they're always on to that next struggle, you know? And you think for yourself, I mean, anyone who's an achiever may, may completely, uh, I guess, 
agree with or, or, or relate to what I'm about to say is, you know, we, we have these goals in life. Like, oh man, I can't wait till, you know, I make the varsity team in sports and then we make the varsity team and then it goes to the next, I want to make college. I want to make, I want to go D1, you know, and some people from there say, well, I want to go to pros, right? And some people reverse engineer that and say, I want to go to the pros and they're just kind of like stepping their way up, up through those ranks. But there's always that next goal. I, you know, even talking about high school sports for that matter, it's like, oh, I want to be a starter on my frosh soft team. You know, if you, for those of us that played sports, they might, may, um, you know, again, relate to what I'm talking about. And then you want to make that JV team. Then you want to make that varsity team. And then you want to, again, maybe you want to go on to play college sports. But, but whenever you're trying to make that frosh soft team, you're not thinking about that, that college team. You're thinking about what's in front of you. And so I don't think this, this, is really any different in love. I think I think if life was easy, everyone would would be accomplished. And there's a reason why a small percentage of people do uh, become accomplished, whether whether that's in their career or that's in uh, personal life or that's in um, you know in a business. And so I want to I'm going to tell a little bit of my story because you know I when I heard Patrick talking about this idea that oh I think you get thrown two tests before you level up. I said I just went and did kind of a retrospective of myself because I I think in life. You know, especially in my business life, at least when I look at my level ups, you know, they've happened so far three different times. Um, and and I and I'm going to take you all the way back to my first level up, which was became the success of my first business, which was Twin Capital Mortgage. Um, but if you know my story, and if you don't, you won't know that that came through four tests that happened. The first test was I started my first business in college with my brother called Shaw's Brothers Productions. It was an event promotion company. We threw nightclub parties in Southern California. And in 2001, that blew up. We lost $100,000 and it failed. The same week that failed, that was brutal. It sucked. I mean, it was really painful. I was thrown another test in that I was fired from my, my first job in mortgage. And many of you don't know that. That in, in fact, you know, becoming one of the top CEOs in the mortgage industry, my first job in mortgage, I was fired from as, an, as a loan officer, at least. I was a, in mortgage in high school a little bit. But... But I actually got fired from it because they didn't have a good training program and I didn't you know, know what I was doing. So um, that was, I had those two failures happen at the same moment. Um, that led me to move to San Francisco where you know, at 23 years old, I moved up to San Francisco to take a job as a stock trader. Well, I'd start the job September 3rd, 2001. So eight days later, it's 9-11. becomes the, the hardest market to trade as a stock trader probably in the history of trading, you know, in that time period, at least. And I saw the firm I was at shrink dramatically. And again, throwing that other test. Mind you, this job was, I got paid purely based off of my profitability, which meant I had to work seven other jobs, night jobs, weekends. I mean, I taught kids art in the Tenderloin in San Francisco and computers on the weekends. I bounced, I threw nightclub parties. I was an admin for a bunch of people. I mean, I did focus groups up, up the wazoo. You name it, I did it to, to survive. So that was this third massive test that was thrown at me. And, it, and one could argue that that may have been a combination of multiple tests. Um, and then last but not least, I, I started a magazine. It was called Cover SF. And again, at this point in my life, I was involved in the nightclub business. And it was just like was a nightclub magazine that a friend, Dan Newhall, and I had started. And, and again, uh, we were met with another test that failed. So I had four tests that failed that eventually led me to stumbling into another mortgage job, which became successful and led to Twin Capital Mortgage, which was my first big success as an entrepreneur. And, and so 
when, when I hear Patrick say two, two tests and then you level up, I'm like, eh. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. Hey, business leaders and decision makers, get ready to supercharge your success with the ultimate source of business leadership, wisdom, Harvard Business Review. Harvard Business Review is your daily dose of practical advice for better business management. Visit hbr.org for the latest articles like The Art of Setting Expectations as a Project Manager or AI Can Help You Ask Better Questions and Solve Bigger Problems. But this isn't just a list. I personally found the article on AI absolutely mind-blowing. It changed how I approach technology and analytics, providing real-world tools for better decision-making. And don't miss the HBR Magazine. It's published six times a year, offering timeless insights around crucial management themes. Perfect for those moments when you just you know want to get away from the screen and dive deep into some transformative content. But wait, there's more. HBR delivers top-notch podcasts, videos, and real-world case studies. From HBR on leadership to the big idea, HBR covers it all, providing invaluable insights from the best in the business. Harvard Business Review has been a game changer for me. It's challenged my thinking and made me a more effective leader. And don't forget the newsletters. Stay up to date on a variety of business topics, ensuring you're always in the know. Ready to elevate your leadership game? Dive into hbr.org, explore their podcasts, read their magazines. The wealth of knowledge is at your fingertip. While much of Harvard Business Review's content is available for free after signing up at their site, subscriptions to unlimited content start at only $10 a month. Go to hbr.org forward slash subscriptions and enter the promo code greatness right now to take advantage of this great offer. Again, go to www.hbr.org forward slash subscriptions and enter the promo code greatness to learn more about this great opportunity to help manage your career and your business. Hey folks, Darius Mershazade here from the greatness machine, your go-to podcast for unlocking your full potential. Now, You've heard me talk about the power of effective communication, right? It's the key to amplifying your influence, engaging others, and really making your mark in the world. Well, well, 
Hold on to your hats because I have something special for you today. Economist Education has rolled out a game-changing course on business writing and storytelling that's going to take your communication skills to the next level. Picture this. Economist Education provides online executive education courses built on the expertise and analytical rigor of the economist itself. These aren't your run-of-the-mill classes, folks. We're talking about two to six weeks online programs designed to empower business professionals like you to thrive in a changing world and workplace. These courses feature senior editors from The Economist and invited experts who dish out the insights on the latest developments in the business world. It's like having a VIP pass to the forefront of knowledge. When you sign up, you get a three-month digital subscription to The Economist to support your learning journey. But here's the kicker, my friends. Get 15% off any course from The Economist Education exclusively available through my URL, education.economist.com forward slash greatness. And don't forget to enter the promo code greatness at registration to unlock your discount. This offer ends on March 31st. So you better hustle if you want to seize this opportunity now. Don't wait until it's too late. So for 15% off any course from The Economist Education, head over to education.economist.com forward slash greatness right now and use the promo code greatness at registration. Your future self will thank you for it now. When I look at my story, it's four tests. And then I level up, you know, I have to try three or four times something, you know, experimenting. And I have a good friend, Nick Peterson, who was a guest on the show a couple of years ago. He said, explore, exploit. And this is ex- exploration mode. We got to explore different ideas and test different concepts and try different jobs before we, we level up. We get that next success under our belt. Uh, in this case, you know, when I look at Twin Capital, that's me, you know, making that, that, that frosh soft team, right? That's me me making that that successfully you know having that first success in business well you know that next level up which became the money source when you look backwards at that story for myself and again i'm thinking in the in the context of what was the test that i went through to level up and i i implore you to do the same when you start thinking of yourself when we're going through these challenges in our lives are we embracing these tests as tests that are going to teach us something that are going to make us better so that we can become the person we're trying to become? Or are, the, are we going to grind through them and struggle through them? And sometimes the tests tell us what we're, you know, I don't think sometimes, I actually think most of the time, the tests tell us where we need to go. They say, hey, no, this is not the right direction. You need to back up. This is not your strong skill set or you don't have the right team in place or you don't have the right capital structure and, or you're in the wrong space. Right. And these tests, they're really indicators and they leave us breadcrumbs. They leave us clues to what our next, next success, of where we need to go if we want to lead to our next success. So when I look at my next success, which became the money source, which became, you know, starting this, this company that grew from 30 to 1,000 employees in 36 months, I became the number nine highest rated CEO in America on Glassdoor. We were best place to work. It was my first, you know, nine figure company that I built. Well, let's rewind back for a moment. You know, when I had the twin capital, which was, you know, got up to 8.4 million in revenue, it was 40th fastest growing company in the United States, but it imploded. So I had that big test in 07, August of 07, capital markets shut down. My company was, had had the best year it ever had in 06. And it, quickly, I joked though, when I went to um, the Inc. 5000 conference that year, that I was the 40th fastest shrinking company in the United States. So I got bullseye, just a bullet to the head almost. And then struggled with that failure for a couple of years, trying to pivot and iterate. Ended up pivoting into reverse mortgage. Most people don't know this story. And took, business took off. Went, you know, our business went from 
you know, it was a couple hundred thousand dollars a month of break-even revenue to, you know, five, six hundred thousand dollars a month where we were actually making pretty good money again. Well, no quicker did that start to have success, but then that market failed. And and I quickly realized I was like, man, what I'm doing is not working. So I had this second test where I, I pivoted, finally had the pivot contraction. Finally. I mean, this is in like oh oh nine, right? This is January of oh nine. August of oh seven was when my business imploded. So this is almost a year and a half later, 18 months of just just grinding and pivoting and being tested and launching a new product and going into a new market and doing all these things to try to survive. And then that blew up 90 days after it, we found some success in it. So by May of 09, that blew up. Again, rug got pulled out from under. I then pivoted that business. I shut that company down, which was a huge challenge. And I went in and started doing joint ventures. And I had a series of multiple joint ventures that we went into place into, and one of which was where I actually moved to Southern California with my brother. I had an eight-month-old son at the time. My wife and my son were up in San Francisco. There's a company called Morgan Strauss down in Southern California that we tried buying into to become owners in because they had done. They were in a part of the market that we wanted to be in that we were seeing that there was potential for success. I moved down there. I tried to you know make it work. We were down there for. 120 days, August, September, October, November, December, excuse me, 150 days we were down there. And that partnership ended up becoming a no-go. One of the owners did not like my brother. Basically, I got a call on Christmas Eve, I think it was, when I was home saying, hey, we love, we want to work with you, but you know, we don't want your brother in the deal. And it was, it was a huge mistake because my brother was, uh, my brother and this, this partner just were not seeing eye to eye. And I was put in a position where I was like, well, it's both of us or none of us. And that was the end of it. And that deal blew up. So again, another challenge, right? At this point, this is the end of 2010. So uh, multiple tests, right? Still no success. I had a five-year period. Now, m- mind you, this was in the depths of the Great Recession. And maybe, maybe you tested more when the environment's less fertile. You know, so when Patrick's talking about two tests, then you level up. He's like, well, maybe that's a generic statement because in, in my case I'm, I'm i'm giving you examples now of at least what it took for me maybe i'm just slow so, so it's double the effort for me <laughs> but um but yeah you know we went and did that and then we ended up partnering with pacific union financial and when i partnered with them we brought all of our business from morgan strauss and found success there but then the rug the rug got pulled out from under you know we we there is a new executive team that was brought in there was a huge culture clash that blew up which eventually led to the money source. I took all that business with me, the money source. So four tests, four, four struggles, four tests, which eventually lead to me partnering with the money source and growing the tw- one of the largest lenders in the United States and growing this nine-figure business and all the awards and all that great stuff. So when I look and when I, hear, when I, when I see people you know, complain about things being hard or even myself at this point, when I look at when I'm in the middle of something and it's not going the way I want to, I, I always remind myself that look, that things are not always easy. If they're if you want if you want to do something challenging, you know, you want to grow a a nine figure company, you want to have that high level executive job, you know, yeah. For some people, maybe they get it through nepotism or you know, it comes easy to them. But I don't. I just don't. Ex- I don't have those expectations when I go into the deal. I don't have those. I expect it to be hard. I expect it to not work until it works. And, and again, hearing Patrick talk about two times you're tested, then you win. In my case, so far, I've given you two examples of four times I, I, I get tested before I win. 
And, and so I'm now in, into that next phase. Um, I had a huge challenge in 2019 when I didn't want to be the CEO of TMS anymore. And I decided to take a step back and eventually sold my interest in the company. And two years ago, actually yesterday, in July, July 1st of 2020. And that was a huge test for me to step away from this thing. When I had said, you know, I had this dream of building a $100 million company. I finally did that. And then, you know, be careful what you wish for, because when you get it, you may not want it. And I got it, and it just wasn't what I wanted. I wasn't happy in that role. I wasn't happy eventually doing that job and being in that business. A great company, still great friends with the owners who are my former partners. But God threw me off the cliff and said, hey, man, you don't get a choice in this. And I, I left. And so that was that huge first test. And, and so I started thinking about, well, what, what are the tests that, because right now I feel like I'm in the middle of my next round of four tests, right? Um, I have all these aspirations and goals of what I want to build and uh, next, but I'm still trying to figure out, well, what does that look like? And so, you know, the next test I had was, you know, the launch of my book, The Core Value Equation. And that was a huge test, right? Uh, became a number one bestseller on Amazon, which one would say is a huge success. But, but then there was that aftermath of, well, what do I do next? Okay, I finished that book launch, middle of, of, of COVID, you know? And, and right now, you know, I'm seeing the, that I'm going through a couple more tests. You know, I'm, I've launched this product, which is ScaleMap, which is a scale product for business CEOs. And, you know, you may hear this in our ads where I, I, it's a product that I'm selling. And, and we've, you know, it's a great product. We have amazing response from our CEOs that use it. But in the middle of launching, we're doing Facebook launch uh, ads and Facebook advertising blows up. So dealing with that, you know, grind of the Facebook ads not working. Um, and us trying to pivot and figure that out. Um, I have a one-on-one co- coaching practice. And in my one-on-one coaching practice, a lot of my clients are mortgage CEOs. Well, they're going through probably the toughest market they've seen in, in since the Great Recession. So I'm seeing my clients struggle. And I'm, and, and I'm a person that, that, you know, if I'm part ever in your world, you'll see that I take as much ownership as, 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 as anyone can of, of what I do. So when I'm helping CEOs navigate their business and grow their business, and I'm seeing that their businesses are, are going through a lot of struggles, um, for me, that becomes challenging. I, I, I'm internalizing the challenges of the market as well. And so I'm in the middle of my, my, four, my next four tests, my next four challenges. You know, the first of, me, of mine, leaving my business, second of mine, launching my book, and then trying to figure out what's next. One could argue that the, the greatness machine in of itself is, is a test. You know, I want this to become one of the largest podcasts in the world. And, you know, we just cracked top 100 business podcasts on Chartable the last couple of weeks. Great success, but but you know it's a far cry from one of the top in the world or the top in the world. It's a, it's going to take a lot more work. So I'm in the middle of that test right now, trying to figure that out. How do I do that? While at the same time, having a bunch of clients getting crushed when I'm trying to help them in their businesses. So I'm I'm I look at that, and sometimes I I'm like anybody else. I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? And then uh, other times I say, no, nah, man. This is part of it. This is you growing as a person. This is you learning how to help people in this new way. And you need to embrace this struggle. As, as Again, as Ray Dalio says, you need to struggle well. So um, I'm, I've started to change my mentality, which is if it was easy, everyone would do it. I've always said that to myself. But then when you're in the hard part, it's hard to sometimes eat it and take it. You know. And I'm sure some of the listeners out there are leading to what I'm doing. So I have a few pieces of advice, at least that helped me. 
And so number one is, um, I think that it's hard when we're struggling, you know, and, and I think that having peers and having friends that we can, you know, talk to and, and get out there and be active with, I think makes a huge difference. Um, activity begets, begets activity. When you're hiring for a small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When I needed to expand my team, I wanted more than just resumes. I wanted quality professionals who were the perfect fit for our culture and goals. And LinkedIn Jobs delivered just that. LinkedIn Jobs isn't just another job board. LinkedIn Jobs has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidate within 24 hours. They understand the challenges small businesses face, which is why they're constantly innovating to make the hiring process easier. And just recently, LinkedIn launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions in a snap. Trust me, I've used it. It's like having a personal assistant to guide you through the process, making it quicker and more efficient than ever before. And let me tell you, it made all the difference. With LinkedIn's help, I've been able to attract top talent and build a team that's truly exceptional. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash greatness. That's linkedin.com forward slash greatness to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Ever walked into a place and instantly felt drawn in by the scent? Let me share a recent shopping experience. It was a crisp morning and I decided to browse through a new store that had just opened in the neighborhood. As I stepped inside, a refreshing scent of citrus and pine greeted me, instantly lifting my mood and making me feel welcome. As I explored the aisles, the pleasant aroma lingered, enhancing my shopping experience and making it more enjoyable. It made me realize how much scent can influence our perception of a store and how it can make a difference in our overall experience. For stores using scent strategically, that can help them stand out from the competition and create a welcoming environment that keeps customers coming back. If you've ever been in a Banana Republic, Abercrombie, Marriott, or Weston, you know how fragrance can take your experience from good to incredible. Scent Air guided stores, hotels, event spaces, and other businesses in creating fragrance experiences that encourage customers to spend more, stay longer, and leave them happier, ultimately enabling businesses to stand out among their competitors. The secret behind scent marketing is that it's more than just filling your space with a nice scent. Scent Air is proven to increase earned revenue up to 9%, keep customers in your business up to 18% longer, and boost customer satisfaction up to 20% more. Give customers an experience they won't forget with Scent Air's professional quality fragrances designed for businesses just like yours. Go to scentair.com forward slash greatness to learn how you can save 25% off your first Whisper Max diffuser and explore other great deals today. So I do believe that being trying, testing, being active, as, as Nick says, explore, exploit. We need to go through the exploration phase to figure out what's going to work for us, but we need to do it. We need to create activity. And we need to go out there and do it with people we respect. We need to build our networks. And I think by doing that, it it opens up our eyes to what the possibilities are. The second thing that I wanted to talk about was I, you know, I went through a, a coaching program with Dr. Jeff Spencer, who was a former guest on the show. And we did a, a three or four month program. And, you know, he he said something to my to, to my point previously regarding going out and creating activity, which is, he says, action organizes. Action organizes. So again, we want to go out there. We want to, we want to create activity, but, but we want to do that because action organizes. And when we have 
action, it organizes our thoughts. We see that, oh, that works, that didn't work. There's a great book, uh, The Lean Startup by Eric Reese, which talks about this idea of we don't know what the market wants. You know, We don't know how we're going to fit into the world that we're trying to create. A lot of people, especially if you're out there trying to push the envelope or do things that you haven't done, get out of your comfort zone. Being out of your comfort zone means you're, you're not comfortable in the environment you're in. It means you're doing things that you probably haven't done before. So to expect instant success, which, hey, look, some people get it, man. Some people, they, I have friends and I see them land perfectly. It's like, it's like, sorry, guys, it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> I see people land their perfect landing the first time they try something sometimes. And I go, hey, man, more power to them. But for every person that, you, you know, you see those and those are huge things everyone talks about, uh, which leads me to another quote, which is success has many fathers and failures an orphan. No one talks about their failures. I, I'm, I'm a person that's uh, you know, vulnerable. Vulnerability is one of my superpowers. So I'll talk about my failures, but you know, failures and orphans. So it, no one's going to tell you about their, their failures, but you know, going back to what I said earlier, having those peer groups, you know, I, I, do, I do it through entrepreneurs organization and through tiger 21, but having those peer groups and, and finding some camaraderie around the challenges is one way for us to get feedback. Right. And to know that we're not alone. And, and we could talk about our challenges. And, and in smaller environments, I find that people are more willing to be vulnerable and open up. And so you can start to learn from their struggles. And again, if we're going to go about this Ray Dalio process of struggling well, we need to have an environment. You can't do it in an office by yourself. You know, in this work from home situation, it can be lonely. I work from home, I have a team, and it gets lonely for me. And so for me, getting out, getting out there and doing stuff, that's how I know that I'm at least, you know, I'm moving around. I'm shaking it off. I'm moving on to what's next. And, you know, I'm starting to get some semblance of an idea of what I want next to look like. You know, I've been working with CEOs for the last couple of years, which is something I always wanted to do. I wrote a book around the core value equation. It's something I always wanted to do. And now I have this, this platform I'm building with the greatness machine, which is a way for me to connect with some of the greatest minds in the world and learn from them and meet business owners and meet people that have done fascinating things. And so where I'm landing is, is I believe what's next for me is, a, is kind of a combination of all those things. And I'm not going to disclose what it is right now because it's something I'm working on in stealth mode behind the scenes. But, but I, I'm seeing it all come together. And again, I want to say this. For me, it's, it's recognizing that it's not maybe, you know, Two tests, like David says, for me, I've recognized, you know, man, it's really like four or five tests. And as, as my good friend Ryan Levesque uh, has said so graciously to me, he says, you know, I'm going to nickname you Tenacious D because you're a tenacious person and you don't give up. And I think that that's probably my biggest strength that I have as an entrepreneur and business owner is I recognize that the process is, is the win. It's getting through that process of learning and growing and becoming better. But but again, going back to my mentors and coaches is number one, find that peer group, you know, and you can do it through uh, many different avenues. Meetup.com is a good one. Uh, we, we interviewed, I interviewed the CEO of that company on the show and he's a, he's a great resource. And, you know, that's a really good resource to find people that are interested in what you're interested in. And, and another thing, last thing I'll add is go and surround yourself around the people that are doing the things that you want to do. You know, for me, you know, to give you a little hint, I'm super interested in private equity. You know, that is, and I'm interested in podcasts, of course, but I'm super interested in private equity. So what am I doing? I'm out there talking to people that have started private equity funds right now. That's where I'm spending a lot of my time as I can find those opportunities. That, that didn't happen by itself. That happened because I'm out there looking and I'm talking to people. So again, the four things I'm going to recommend as we're tested, as we go through these tests to level up, 
is find a peer group, right? Action, do some activity. Go out there and be act, active, right? Action organizes, as Dr. Jeff Spencer says, right? So we're going to go out there. We're going we're to find a peer group. We're going we're to organize our actions and go out there and find the people that are doing the things that you want to do and go interview them and meet them and talk to them. People, are, people will give you their time if they know you're serious, right? They want to help. Find that people want to be helpful. And, and most importantly, don't give up. Um, we only have one life to live. And as Dalio says, we want to struggle well through it. So um, those, are, those are the four pieces of advice that I, am, I can give you right now that I'm at least living by to struggle well through this journey right now as I'm tested in my four tests to get to my next level. And, um, and I hope this helps you level up in your journey. So um, with that said, I'm going to peace out. Go back to my, my Saturday here in Oaxaca, Mexico. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace out. Love you. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen, if you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on, and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. Whether your resolution is to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. Say hello to your most delicious year yet. With fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at the price you'll like, delivered right to your door. Don't let recipe boredom strike because HelloFresh has more options than ever before. Dig into your biggest menu yet with over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly and even more market add-on items that suit any lifestyle. As someone who's always on the go, the convenience of having delicious and nutritious meals delivered right to my doorstep has been a game changer. I'll never forget the first time I tried HelloFresh, the excitement of unboxing fresh ingredients and the joy of cooking up a restaurant-quality meal in my own kitchen. It felt like I had my own personal chef minus the hefty price tag. What really hooked me was the variety of recipes they offer. From exotic cuisines to classic comfort food, HelloFresh keeps my taste buds dancing. And the best part, no more last-minute grocery runs or wasted ingredients. Everything I need is right in the box. Ready to join America's number one meal kit family? Dive into a world of flavor with HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash great free and use the code great free that G-R-E-A-T-F-R-E-E for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash great free with code great free. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. 
On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.